0: what's up y'all and welcome back to another episode of dad Needs to talk podcast i'm your host robert and today we have a very explosive episode with lots of anime and lots of manga to talk about as well as some new podcast stuff so let's get to it What's up, everybody? So, welcome to the show. Like I said, I am your humble host, Robert, aka Father of Vash, literally. <laughs> and yeah, I hope everybody out there is having an awesome day, has had an awesome weekend. Um, hopefully, you were able to have an extra day off, for a three day weekend. Um, if not, you know, I'll hopefully, you're getting some rest somewhere in there. But yeah, as usual, if you're if you're a recurring listener, welcome back! Glad that you're sticking with us. If you're a new listener, welcome to the show. So the show, you know, like I said, just you no know, little spiel up the top off the top. If you're new here here at Danny's to talk, I talk about everything from fatherhood and family stuff to manga, anime, video games. And anything else that might fancy my brain for the day of recording. But yeah, like I said, welcome everybody to the show. I have pretty good mix of stuff to talk about. Um, Several new things to talk about, which is always very exciting. But as always, housekeeping right at the top. So, I have started, which, which I kind of alluded to this a little bit last week, but I'm just like, you know what? Ain't a point of beating around the bush, <laughs> trying to be all secretive, um, can't can't grow for being too secretive. Um, I started a YouTube channel to compliment the podcast. And so, you know, with that being said, at the moment, you know, j- just like with the podcast right now, you know, it's always still a lot of experimenting and stuff because, hey, still early days, we're only a few months into this. So... You know, who knows? A year from now, this all might look different, more organized. But for now, I'm kind of looking at the YouTube channel as a way to kind of like, I guess, think of it as the as the Danny to talk expanded universe. <laughs> to where I basically want to do content that's going to complement the podcast. Now, that's not to say that there won't be times to where there's stuff that's going to show up on both feeds, but I want to do some stuff that might not, you know, that basically might not work well for, you know, the audio only format. Like example, I'm planning on doing a episode kind of talking about and showing off my addiction or my current manga buying addiction since I started buying physical manga after I shortly started uh, following the podcast. So, like I said, something like that is kind of more complimentary to where It's like, hey. Yes, I could talk about that in audio, but I also want to have the visual, like I said, so I can show off the manga volumes and stuff like that. So, you know, doing that as well as potentially, I, I like the idea, but of course, I, you know, lots of the workshop or whatever. I like the idea of doing kind of like video essay stuff to where, you know, anybody that's been listening to the podcast or if anybody just looks at the at my podcast feed, I talk a lot. And so i don't want everything i do on every platform to all be long form it's like hey if you want to hear come here to hear robert ramble for hours on end hey you're in the right spot but if you would like a smaller shorter sample of stuff then i think that's kind of what the what the youtube channel is going to be is like hey kind of more shortened condensed stuff um you know for that format so you know, like I said, we're experimenting. We're going to see how things go. But, yeah, so definitely, hey, if you would, just go over to the YouTube channel. Of course, everything, my socials, all that stuff is all underneath Dad Needs to Talk or Dad Needs to Talk podcast. So, yeah, if you search on YouTube Dad Needs to Talk podcast, you'll find me. As far as I know, I'm the only one that should pop up <laughs> unless I have a, a podcast doppelganger out there. Um, so, yeah, so check out, check that out. Subscribe to it, please. Be much appreciated. And as always, hey, if y'all have any suggestions, please tweet at me, uh, you know, leave a comment on one of my YouTube videos. Email me at dnttpodcast at gmail.com. I would love to have some feedback and stuff from how things are going because it's going, you know, like I said, I've been going for a few months. Don't really get too many people giving feedback and stuff. So it's like, okay, I guess things are going good because I keep seeing people are still listening. So somebody out there is happy <laughs> and, and like what I'm doing. So, But um, but yeah, so like I said, be, be on the lookout for more stuff coming to the YouTube channel. And then uh, just a little, little small thing, but just something I just kind of want to just shout out is I got featured on a website um, up here in Dallas called... Do I think it's due two one four, and they have a section called, um, or I guess like a section where they highlight podcasts in the area that are hosted by people that live within the Dallas Fort Worth, Texas area. And so I, I guess, you know, I kind of, kind of look at this two ways to where it's like stuff like this. Sometimes it's like, Oh, you know, it'd be cool if somebody had reached out to me and be like, Hey, I want to feature you here. But at the same time, For me, I also like the fact that I can kind of have the initiative to approach them, because and and, and this is kind of just like a little tip for everybody out there is sometimes don't be afraid to just ask people for help or for uh, features and stuff, whatever. Because honestly, I looked at the list and I'm like, okay, you know, all these people seem kind of cool and stuff. I didn't see, see too many people that were doing. stuff like what i do listed amongst those people that were amongst those podcasts that was featured and so it was simply as simple as just me emailing somebody at the website and being like hey i do a podcast and i live within the dallas fort worth area can y'all feature me and then yeah the dude got back to me somebody reached out to me and was like yeah sure send us a you know whatever picture you want to use for the thing or whatever. And yeah, it it went live end of last week. So yeah, if 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 y'all want to see my face on the website <laughs> aside from my own website, go to do two one four dot com and look up the uh you know, featured podcast section and you'll see my humble face listed among all these other cool people. So yeah, but yeah, like I said just wanted just to to celebrate that for myself and then just like I said, just kind of give a little bit of encouragement of like, hey, if there's something that you see that looks interesting, it's like, hey, there's a site or or a Twitter page or Instagram page or whatever that seems like they promote stuff, or whatever, and you might fit in, hey, it never hurts to ask because worst case, they could be like, oh, sorry, no, or whatever the case is. But like I said, for my situation, it's like, hey, just shot my shot, man, there you go. You know, I'm definitely definitely far from the biggest podcast um and I know there's other there's other cool people in the dFW area that also do podcasts that cover like manga and anime stuff whatever but and and, and I haven't that they're probably bigger than me because most of them have been going for some years but like I said sometimes it's just a matter of looking in places where most people aren't looking so yeah, but anywho. So I think that's pretty much it for kind of my general housekeeping stuff. Um, Oh, I guess one thing I want to just kind of put on your radar for sometime in the next coming week, I'm planning on recording a side episode, basically. um, And this is going to be kind of more in the life talk category to where I'm going to be kind of talking about a situation I dealt with some years back. uh, Just just like a brief summary so seven years ago today or or i guess yesterday on the third seven years ago i had an incident to where my very first apartment i had got robbed and the i called the dallas police and nobody showed up until 12 hours later so i called them as soon as i got home from work and this was like around 5 6 p.m and nobody showed up to my apartment until 5 a.m the next morning so that was a very stressful situation and it has left me with certain traumas and paranoia that seven years later I still experience and deal with. So I will be doing a bonus episode, hopefully sometime in the next week, just kind of talking about that stuff and, and discussing it. Um, you know, for, for sure, that's going to be on the podcast feed. And I don't know, I might do a I might do that as a video also. I don't know. Just, just depends on the type of my frame, my man, because like I said, that was a very tough situation to deal with all those years back. And yeah, so, but anywho, just kind of be, be on the lookout for for that, um, as well as uh, may, maybe some other stuff. So, but anywho, so no, enough with the housekeeping, um, just kind of a little bit of a life uh, talk and life update real quick. So, you know, as I'm recording this, you know, it is July 4th. So, me and the fam pretty much just chilled today. I got a chance to, uh, we all went to the pool, went swimming again, had a very fun time. Vash was crying his little eyeballs out when we had to get out the pool because he did not want to go. But, it was like, hey buddy, we'll be back another day. But, and yeah, and and just, just a little quick, little fun story I want to share. So, before going to the pool, I, pr- I pretty much had one of those moments to where, it was manga you know just, just kind of reminding like hey sometimes you can kind of get life lessons or life reminders from everything including manga so originally I wasn't planning on going swimming because honestly I was like hey this would be some nice quiet time for dad I can just chill in the house where everybody's outside swimming heck maybe I'll even get to go and record early you know because I have a habit of recording late at night just because that's the only time where everybody's kind of, you know, settled down or whatever. But, you know, so everybody had left or whatever. And I was laying in bed reading some manga. And I was reading the latest chapter of Spy Family. And got to the part to where basically the dad, Twilight, he had to... Or Anya convinced him to try on different outfits and clothes and stuff, whatever. As far as, like, because, you know, they're on the on the boat vacation thing or whatever. And so basically at the end of the chapter, the dad comes out and he's dressing this crazy get up with all this stuff, whatever. And it was just kinda of just like a reminder of like, hey, sometimes, you know, even though we might not feel like doing stuff all the time, it's like, hey, sometimes you just you gotta be silly, you gotta be goofy, do stuff for the family, do stuff for the kids, you know, to make help them make memories and do just fun, positive stuff. So I ended up getting up after I read that chapter and going over and joining the family for a couple of hours at the pool because was, it was it was just one of those reminders of like, hey, the podcast and work and stuff like, or whatever, that all can wait till later, you know? It's like, you don't, you know, I don't get too many moments like that to just chill with the fam and have fun and stuff like that because, you know, most of the time we're, you know, working, somebody has sports somewhere, all this different stuff, so... So yeah, so that, that was a very fun thing for us to do as a family this afternoon or earlier today. And then last little family note thing was a uh, my daughter had her AAU track meet Saturday, and unfortunately she came up, she just missed qualifying for state. She ended up getting seventh place with a time of two fifty two in the eight hundred meter. But what had happened was her leg, like one of her leg muscles kind of like cramped up on her, like after, after the first lap, cause we were wondering, cause like, cause you know, she was running pretty good that first lap. And then it was like, she was like falling behind. And it was like, it was like, okay, you know, I don't think that, that the other girls in the race were that much better, you know? And so afterwards it was like, okay, that's what it was. Her leg was messed up or her leg wasn't what's hurting and then when we saw what time she ran it was like okay 252 when her personal best is a 242 so it's like clearly something's wrong you know if she's behind the whole 10 seconds so you know sucks but it is what it is you know she she's only 11 so she has plenty more years and opportunities ahead of her to you know try to compete and stuff whatever again and plus she has the regular regional the regular TAF regional track meet in a couple of weeks so that'll be another opportunity to try to go to stay in that so yeah so we'll, we'll be back and you know in a couple of weeks with the track with a big track meet and see how things go from there so but but yeah but i think that's pretty much it for life and family and housekeeping so yeah i'm gonna take a quick little pause and then we'll be right back to dive into some anime talk be right back Alright, so rolling right on into what I've been watching this past week. And so I, th- I think just kind of going forward, I'm, I'm going to kind of play around and experiment some stuff, but I think I'm going to to start naming some of these sections or at least just to kind of add some fun and flavor to them. So for anime, TV shows, stuff like that or whatever, I'll call it the visual feast <laughs> section. And I'll pretty much just encompass everything that you know i'm watching so so yeah so for this first inaugural visual feast i did a lot of binge watching for a lot of anime that were from a spring 2021 season and the first one i want to talk about is i taxi now i taxi i'm gonna say up front i think is my sleeper hit for the season, at least of the things that I've seen from spring 2021 anime season. I think this is like my sleeper hit because I, like many others that I've, you know, after talking to some other people online and stuff, I initially wrote this off, honestly, and I'll be honest, just based off of the way it looked. Because when you look at the initial cover art, it is a bunch of kind of like anthropomorphic, you know, pe- animal people, like and things, and you know, I was I was okay. This looks you know kind of cartoony or whatever, probably a comedy thing. So, honestly, I wrote it off. And after the finale, or leading up to the finale, the other day, or like you know early earlier last week, lots of people was like, "Yo, love our taxi, need to watch it. That finale was awesome." you know, good ending, so on and so forth. So I'm like, okay, let me actually look into this. So just to kind of give you a little, like just reading the, the synopsis of it before I start getting more into it. So for Taxi*, the synopsis reads, this town should look familiar, but suddenly it's not. The taxi driver, Odakawa, lives a very mundane life. He has no family, doesn't really hang out with others, and he's an eyeball Who is narrow-minded and doesn't talk much, the only people he can call his friends are his doctor, Goriki, and his classmate from high school, Kakibana. All of his patrons seem to be slightly odd themselves. The college student who wants to be noticed online, Kabasawa, a nurse with secrets, Shirakawa, a comedy duo named the Homo Sapiens. All these mundane conversations somehow lead to a girl who's gone missing. So, this series, like I said, I'm, I'm gonna start off spoiler free, and then I'm gonna let you know when and if I start talking about spoilers. So right now, spoiler free, just general talk. So yeah, so the story, like I said, just kind of like like I just read, revolves around this taxi driver named Odakawa and as far as his animal his animal persona, he's a warris. So yeah, he's just a taxi driver, and he's meeting all these different random character people that have all these you know just random lives and stuff going on you know, like like I said, from a comedy duo to some like mafia people different stuff like that and he ends up being kind of like the focal point of this big investigation behind this girl that's gone missing and it from beginning to end it is a very gripping story and i am sorry that i misjudged it on first look but i am very happy that i did go back and watch it so it was only 13 episodes and it's on crunchyroll so honestly if if you want kind of a nice kind of like mystery style show to watch that's short but has a some a couple of good twists and a really solid end Check out our taxi. Like I said, 13 episodes just finished airing and it's on Crunchyroll. Check it out. So, real quick, spoiler territory. Once again, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers now for our taxi. If if you heard what I had to say and it sounds cool and you haven't seen it, please go watch it. Like I said, my sleeper hit of the season. Go watch our taxi. Now, for those of y'all that maybe have watched it, spoiler talk. So I really I just loved the way all these different characters kind of interweaved in and out and had some things, you know, in relation and tying together and stuff. And the the reveal in the end of everybody looking like animals is Revealed to just be a symptom of Odakawa's trauma as a child when his mother tried to commit basically his mother tried to kill all of them um, because she was just you know tired of you know the dad was always cheating had a mistress she was miserable, and so she was planning on killing the whole family but Odakawa ended up surviving his parents didn't, but he ended up surviving, but his brain because of like he had a love for his animals it was like his dad dropped him off at the zoo all the time when he was going to see his mistress would just leave Otakawa at the zoo for hours all the time and he also gave him this animal encyclopedia so that's why when this incident happened Otakawa's brain shifted in his heart and he started just seeing everybody as animals and that was like very sad but also just like man mind blowing but of course you know they, they did have like Trickles and clues and hints along the way to where this wasn't like fully out of left field. Towards like, okay, if you think back and look back, there were signs and things that were kind of hinted at and teased at. But yeah, overall it was freaking awesome. And like I said, just like that shift at the end and then seeing how everybody actually looks in their human forms was kind of fun and neat you know after we had spent 12 episodes with all of them as these different animal looking people but yeah I taxi was was really good um I am curious about like <laughs> that kind of like cliffhanger type of ending with that one the one girl that actually murdered that the other girl from the uh, from the pop idol group that was a that was another wild reveal at the very end so yeah just the way of like her ending up in his taxi I, I wonder is, is that just hey that's forever it or are we going to get like a spinoff episode like an OVA or a special bonus episode or something that dives deeper into that because I would love that but at the same time it's also kind of a neat little like ambiguous ending as well so but yeah freaking our uh, taxi really good so I'm glad, glad I went back and gave it a chance and just another reminder of hey don't judge a book by its cover. So, rolling right along. So, To Your Eternity. So, I was freaking like six episodes behind <laughs> on To Your Eternity. So, I binge watched in one day while I was at work because it was a slow day, you know, going to the holiday the other day. But I watched episodes seven through 12. So, hey, spoilers for To Your Eternity episodes 7 through 12, so pretty much coming up to, coming up to current. Man, that, that was a good set of episodes, and I, I don't know how. Somehow, I, I just have this natural knack, I guess, for for leaving shows just long enough to get like a good arc of episodes, because the last time I was behind a few episodes of To Your Eternity, it was a nice wrapped-up story arc. And same thing with this. It's like literally episode 7 is when they meet the uh, shoot what was his name Uh on, let me see what was it? name Gugu when they meet Gugu or when they introduce him and in the, the episode 12 the most recent episode was when he died so like, I got to see that whole arc over that over those episodes but yeah th- these are like some really great episodes and just seeing Gugu's story of how you know it was just him and his brother pretty much him and his brother against the world they living together they you know working saving money with a big dream of you know getting to live in this big house and all this stuff whatever and then his brother just ups and ditches him one day and takes all the money so it's like yo asshole big brother pardon the language but it's like yo dude you just just ditched your little bro to go do whatever, and then Gugu is such a good, kind heart that not only you know that he help the girl find, you know, her puppy, but he saved her life when that freaking log was rolling down the hill, and he pushed her out the way, just to get his freaking face crushed by the by the freaking log, was wild, and yeah it was just, just just that whole journey of just like him you know getting saved by that old uh liquor making dude and he ended up being a really good cook and he was like cooking their meals and helping them out in the shop and all this stuff and then the little the girl that he ended up saving ended up coming to live with them as well working in the shop and i like that we got to see a evolution of time to where it was where like four five years or so had passed and so then freaking yeah gugu all jacked and like ripped you know it's like it's like hey all that yard work paid out boy was swole had a chiseled back everything <laughs> but uh but yeah just, just watching all of them grow up and then seeing uh the main character fushi actually like his human form age up and that was just like very interesting to where it's like hey if he go if he goes years without transforming, then whatever form he's in will age. So it makes me wonder. You know, it, it would have been neat to see March, for example, like his March persona, like see her age up and stuff. Because obviously, you know with her dying so young, just to see like, okay, hey, what what would she have looked like if she got older? And so, who knows? You know, what potential that might set up. For down the road as this series you know continues to go, but yeah that that was just very very cool, like I said just to see, but then it's like okay the first time he transforms to something else and transforms back, then he deages because you know the form he whenever he transforms transforms into somebody or something, it is basically he can only go into uh what they were at that moment, so even if he yes he lived five years and he aged up. But when he transforms, transforms back, he reversed to the default, basically. So, but yeah, and then just, just like that whole power struggle, or, or I guess stepping back a second, like when Fushi then had to fight the little forest demon thing, and that was kind of like our first glimpse at like, okay, there's, you know, even more bigger players involved where it was like, hey, this, this weird deity dude basically pulling like a uh a toby from naruto with the with his freaking renegon, you know teleportation ability but like this just higher being talking to fushi about how hey there's these other creatures that are trying to you know basically like destroy the world and all this stuff whatever and so yeah it was just kind of just like weird you know just seeing like okay hey fushi actually coming up against a Formidable opponent, they can literally steal his various identities that he's built up. So that was kind of crazy and and scary to see, you know, like his various forms getting taken from him, so to speak. And then even that moment where he got reduced back to his original form as that pebble, and so yeah, and so yeah, it, yeah, that that was just great. And then even when you know they had to fight that thing again. At the end, it, it sucks that you know Gugu had to die in the process. Because man, because he he was a good dude, great character, um, and and him and Fushi were like you know thickest thieves. So it, it was, yeah, it, it was just very sad just to see Gugu finally, you know, finally go and bite the bullet. You know, but he went out like a champ, like a true Chad and yeah say, save the girl, but it it sucks i I don't know how to feel about you know it's like Fushi transformed into Gugu to tell her that Fushi was the one that had died, and then he went off and left, and so but but it, you know it does seem like at the end, I think she understood that. You know, that Gugu actually really was dead and gone, but but anyway, it, it was just so sad, just like that moment when Gugu realizes he's dead, and then when Fushi realizes Gugu's dead because he's able to transform into him, and that's in uh, in this batch of episodes, we also got that confirmation that Fushi cannot turn into another person until they are dead. At least if I'm understanding uh, understanding that correctly. So that just kind of sucks. But yeah, overall, I I really enjoyed this batch of episodes. You know, I'm trying to not have to binge watch all of these because, man, it can be emotionally draining a bit, you know, like watching that many episodes. And it's like, as I say, it's like to to your eternity will take just as much out of you as it gives so if you have multiple episodes back to back of like happiness and everybody alive and having a good time just know that hey at some point to your eternity is going to come calling and it's going to want to take back what it gave you so yeah but yeah to your eternity another good batch of episodes and we're going to see where it's going to go because apparently it still has a handful more episodes to go um, and, and and I think the manga for this is still going as well, if I remember if I remember reading that correctly. So yeah, that, that's pretty uh pretty interesting. And let's see, uh, I guess next up, you know, this is a uh, hold on. Okay, and I, I think those are kind of like like the main two I wanted just to really talk about. Um, just just like so like like a quick kind of just like like what I'm watching or just like quick hits with the watch stuff. So. I've caught back up on Craig of the Creek episodes because they dropped like four or five out of nowhere over like the last couple of weeks that I somehow missed. So I just finished watching all those. Those are really good. Craig of the Creek is always a good wholesome time. If if you're kind of feeling down or just, you know, just, just want something kind of just like good and positive to watch, um, whether it be you by yourself, with your kids, family, whatever. Craig of the Creek is a... Good show, I enjoy watching it. I always come out feeling good for the most part, except for like there's been like one or two episodes here that where they did get into like some heavier stuff. But for the most part, Craig of the Creek is always pretty solid, and it always does me, you know, feel good to watch that. So, yeah, I've caught up on Cracker the Creek. I started watching Fruits Basket, so this one has been like many years in the making. Um, even, even even as far back as back when I was in college in like 2010 to 2012, one of my very close friends, Bree, she was a very big fan of Fruits Basket, you know, growing up and stuff or from years past. And so, yeah, that was just kind of like one of the first times I remember that series kind of being put on my radar, but I never paid much attention to it or whatever. And so fast forward. Freaking ten years later, <laughs> and the final episode of the series aired last week. So, final episode of season three for the whole series aired, and my timeline was just filled with so many people being like, "Yo, first basket, first basket, so good, so good, so good." So, I was like, "You know what? Let's let's do it because because I'm all about, especially since I've been doing the podcast and meeting more people and stuff and networking, talking to people online." You know, I've always been pretty open with watching a variety of shows, reading a a variety of manga, but that has expanded even more, you know, since um, doing this podcast stuff. So, yeah, I decided I'm gonna finally give it a shot. It's three seasons. I'm I'm, I started with the remake series or the reboot, whatever you want to call it, that started in 2019. So. Watching the new series that's kind of more following more closer to the manga, and yeah, I had watched the first episode a while ago and I enjoyed it. Um, you know, definitely just no, I'm gonna stick, I'm gonna I'm watch it, I'm gonna I'm do my best to stick through it and watch it. But, um, I knew going in about the whole like something about people transforming into animals, but the reasoning behind it was really cool to see and learn. You know, it's, it's like a whole hey, if somebody of the opposite sex touches the person then they turn into whatever Zodiac animal that they're representing. So I'm curious, like, like, like where that's going to go, how that's going to play into things as the series goes on. But yeah, so started out, started Fruits Basket. And I also have on my watch list, um, it's a series called, I think it's like toilet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Toilet bound Hana kun as well as another series called, uh, horror media so i've heard good things about both of those and i think both of those are just one season like 12 episodes so or 13 so i'm gonna you know check those out over the coming weeks and and yeah see what they where they are so but i think that's pretty much it as far as like what i've been watching there are there's a couple of things for the spring i mean for the summer season that I'm gonna check out. I'm not a hundred percent for sure, you know, what these are. But I just kind of just like just added a few to my queue that people were talking about. Like one called "Remain." I guess it's about a water polo. Something called uh, "The Case Study of Vanitas. Something about vampires, I think. And then one called "The Detective Is Already Dead." So I think this is one where people similar like how the visuals look so good. So. Yeah, that those are a few from summer that I'm might try to check out in the next week for next you know, to be ready for next week's podcast, but we shall see what I watch, but I think that's pretty much it for this week's visual feast. So, going to take another quick break. Then we're going to come back with some manga with a uh, a check in with the manga mindset. Be right back. All right. So, let's get into the manga mentality so the first manga this week i'm gonna check out so i actually have a couple of new series that i am going to talk about and let's start with one that just debuted today called whoops hold on it is called Nehru way of the martial artist now before i begin what i'm gonna say is that i also did a this is actually like my first YouTube video I did earlier today, where where Vash dropped in and guest bombed on me, but uh, but yeah. So if you want to hear even more thoughts, but I'll probably say a lot of those things here as well. But yeah, so it is. And the synopsis of this is a young martial art artist finds his true path, and so we kind of start off with this kind of like like kind of like I don't know what art style to call this it. like a water color looking panel to what's called a martial artist a person who has dedicated their life to the study of all martial arts and techniques a master of those disciplines and then we get this really cool double page color spread of our i guess our couple of mcs but yeah it, it just just like right off the gate just right out the gate that visual style, it, it, it definitely and I've seen several people online kind of echo the same sentiment, but it kind of gives me like a old school kind of like nineties manga vibe, which I love. And so I'm I'm a big fan of like martial arts and things of that nature. And so the subject matter is already up my alley, but then the visual style of it was like, okay, hey, this this looks really, really cool. But yeah, we we pretty much start off our the the story with our main character Neru, and basically just kind of like him, just narrating, talking about you know, um, I always thought the older people get, the more skilled they become, and then we just kind of see interactions between him and his grandfather because he grew up with his grandfather raising him, and he says you know. Uh, you know, like I said, I think to my house, he thinks as people get older, they, they get more skilled. And then he's like, so when I met old people who weren't like grandpa, I was mystified. Grandpa never showed any sort of decline. I wonder why. And then he says, you know, he wasn't a freak of nature or a hermit or something. He was just a martial artist. And yeah, just seeing him and his grandpa kind of sparring. And then we skip ahead several, several years later to where he is he is in his final year of junior high. And so basically we kind of get the introduction of Nehru, or the main our MC. We call him, or everybody calls him Nehru, but his full name is Naruma Isami. And then his best friend, Okotu Miki. And so... His best friend basically comes rushing out of nowhere and tells him, like, hey, there's this basically, there's this girl, this, uh, this outside getting harassed and bullied by a couple of guys. And so basically, they go in to help her, and Nehru just like spin kicks the crap out of one of the dudes, knocking him out. <laughs> but of course, when he does this, his no, uh, a notebook that he has flies out of his backpack. And so. Basically, Nehru gets a weapon from one of the dudes, and he's like, Yo, is this a bow shuriken? Where'd you get this? Are you a ninja? And he just starts asking a million questions. And then, you know, the guys, you know, uh, get frazzled. And so, Nehru and his buddy, they all take off. And so, his best friend, I gotta start trying to remember these names, uh, ok- Okutu, finds the girl, and she is kind of like hiding out in a in an alleyway reading Nehru's book that he had dropped, and then come to find out that the book is basically a i guess you' kinda kind of like kind of like a family heirloom and so and so yeah, so basically the friend tells her that like yo he's gonna be running all over town freaking out you know once he realizes that this is gone, and he does later on in the chapter we see him just like running through turn up his house, the forest, everything. Like, yo, where's my notebook? And so the girl travels with the best friend, and he basically fills her in on the fact that, you know, basically Nehru pretty much lives by himself out in the woods. And, and yeah, and that he has nothing out there for entertainment, no TV, no internet, not even manga. <laughs> the only thing he has at home is that book and uh, it's just it's a picture book um something that his aunt that an ancestor of his wrote and so the girl is looking through and she's like oh this is a martial arts book and yeah it, it's just kind of like this story of like this Tangoo training this guy and so basically the best friend tells her they like you know that that neru's grandfather was a martial artist and ever since he was little it's like training is the only word he's known it's always training, train train doesn't matter where he is he is always training and so yeah so then the girl she ends up going to neru's house and you know he's still not back yet so she's just kind of sitting there looking around and she notices she finds this room with all these different like masks in it, and she grabs one. It kind of looks like like a bird beak looking one. And she sees written all over the walls is these different kind of like scribbled drawings, which we later found out is basically like different martial arts poses that he has been training and doing over the years. And even like on all the rocks and stuff. Uh, he has stuff written down like stronger tomorrow than today. And yeah, he just has stuff written everywhere. And then we see a moment where, uh, where Nehru, you know, is like writing on a rock and he's writing the drawing of the guy from the picture book. And he's saying, you know, you remember right back then, grandpa used to show this picture book to me, but he didn't know how to read. So he acted it out instead. And then we hear the narration of the story talking about, you know, once upon a time, there was a young boy named Rihei who is incredibly strong. And then, yeah. And so, uh, so yeah, so we, we kind of just continue on where we're getting a little bit of a bit more glimpses into Nehru's life, his backstory and stuff. And then there's a moment where the girl finally shows up and she's wearing the mask. And then she asks him about the notebook and then she introduces herself. She says, good evening. My name is Akibi Haiba. And then she says, have you heard of me? And he's like, nope. (laughs) And he's like, I didn't know there was another another martial artist in this town. And then, oh, wait, no, she says that. And then he's like, wait, what did you say? (laughs) And then she pulls out a sword and she's like, you know, let me tell you an old legend. And she starts reciting The story from the book. And she goes on, you know, once upon a time, there was a young boy named called Rihei who was incredibly strong. Not only was he twice as strong as ordinary people, he also had a hot temper. His slightest touch could break things. If he stamped his foot, rage, in rage, boulders would fall from the mountains. So the other villagers chased him out of town. And so he's like who told you that story and she's like someone told me long ago when i was lost in the mountains the person who rescued me told it to me and it looks like possibly his grandfather is the one that found her all those years back and so yeah so she pretty much continues to narrate the story as they begin to fight and clash and like the art and everything and this looks so good so clean and so yeah this part was just like super cool just seeing these two just going back and forth but of course she ends up getting the best of him <clears throat> and pins him down and then you know basically you know she basically tells him she she basically gives him an invitation like hey you know that this, she wants to do more of this more training and more martial arts and then she says you want to be better than me you know, I like that. And she's like, No, there, and then he thinks, No, there are moments in life when we're struck to the core. And then basically talking about how he's grateful for this day that she found him because it's, you know, going to help put him into his boredom. And so pretty much the chapter wraps up with her taking him to what looks like a dojo or a school where there's lots of young martial artists. So I am very excited for the next chapter to see, like, where this goes, how this is going to play out because it's not often that like a first chapter leaves a big enough impression on me to where I need to talk about it immediately. So yeah, I have high hopes for it. And Hey, who knows, maybe next chapter, you know, everything will fall apart and it will suck. But for now living in the moment, I enjoy this first chapter and I'm curious to see how things are going to go from here. So Moving on to another new Shonen Jump series. So, the next series that I've read, there's two chapters of this now because I missed reading it last week. But it's called The Hunter's Guild Red Hood. And so, we have this girl that basically looks like a Little Ride Redding Hood, but as an adult. And so, basically, in a sense, this story more or less looks like it's going to revolve around this little boy traveling around with this red hood character learning basically how to fight different monsters but it seems like right now the focus is on werewolves because the story basically kind of starts off with the main character or the main character boy basically at a young age or when he was younger his parents were killed by a werewolf he was saved by the mayor of this village that he lives in now and yeah so pretty much he's living with this guy and then over the course of like the last year or so there's been like a handful of people that have gone missing because of the werewolf and so they ended up putting a request for a hunter from the hunter's guild to come and then they get this what looks like initially a little girl show up to handle the issue and so that's pretty much what the couple of chapters covers is that character being introduced and then you know them finding out who the werewolf really was and taking care of it and then the second chapter is dealing with these two other werewolves that were in the area that's like hey now that the other werewolf is gone this you know everybody's probably going to be disarray or they're going to be Calm, thinking like, "Hey, there's not going to be any more threats coming, and so we can swoop in and take them out." So, yeah, so yeah, we had a couple other werewolves try to sneak in, but those guys are dealt with as well. But yeah, overall, like I, I didn't go like super deep into, uh, and super deep info on these chapters or whatever. But I just want to just like say just kind of like a brief overview of both of them, but. I really enjoy them. I like I like the style of this one and just kind of like the idea of a little Red Riding Hood type of character, <laughs> you know, basically being this kind of like badass hunter person. And though though I do want to know more about like why she transforms into an adult. Is that just a thing like, hey, she only does it when it's time to fight or what's going on with that? So but, um, as well as I'm also curious, like, okay, like how much of this story is going to revolve around werewolves only, you know, will there be a point where it's like, okay, hey, all the werewolves are gone. Now let's move on to, you know, vampires or some other creature. Cause that is, that stuff is mentioned in here as well. That like, there are, you know, vampires and other creatures and stuff. So, so yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm definitely very interested and curious to see where things go with that. So yeah, like I said, that is uh the Hunter's Guild Red Hood. There's two chapters of that out so far. And yeah. So let's see. So next up, let's let's dive into, into the big boy one piece. So One Piece manga chapter ten eighteen titled Jinbei versus Who's Who. Now, this is something that I like to get every now and then it's just a good old a good old one versus one fight and that is what we got this chapter. Uh you know we, we we did start off with getting a little bit of like Tama, Nami and Usopp trying to escape from the chaos and stuff, but the main focus is Jinbei versus who's who and so Who's Who is doing all these crazy you know, CP nine attacks and different government agent abilities and stuff, whatever. But it was just like really cool. Just seeing, just getting to see Jimmy have like a full fight by himself for the first time since, you know, joining the crew. And so during the fight, there is like lots of back and forth talking, getting more information about the whole situation with the gum, gum fruit that was revealed at the end of last chapter. And so, You know, Jinbei ends up asking him, like, hey, like, like, do you are you saying you bear a grudge against Luffy? And then who's who is like, well, technically, my grudge is against the man who stole the gum gum fruit from us, which is Shanks. And then he's like, well, Shanks or well, Luffy both, you know, both the straw hat he wore at the time and the gum gum fruit he stole luffy now holds both of those luffy has the hat that symbolized shanks for who's who and then he got the fruit that was stolen so just by default luffy is becoming the target of who's who's rage <laughs> and so so yeah so um and during during the fight there was like an interesting moment to where let me see where was it do 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 Who's who makes a comment about like, you know, I'm surprised how quickly you can move on land, Jinbei, you know, for a fishman. And then Jinbei basically is like, yo, I don't believe this. Don't you know casual racism against fishmen is out of style these days? And so who's who does this giant fang flash attack and Jinbei flips his big butt. He grabs his fangs with, you know, with hockeyed up arms and he does like a low tide shoulder throw where he just like, uh, just throws down who's who. And so, so yeah, so the conversation continues. And then who's who asked Jimby about, he said, he said he heard a story in jail. um uh, And hold on, let me see. Where was it? Where he said that basically he said that there was a figure that slaves would pray to in the long distant past, a legendary warrior that they believed one day would free them. The sun God Nika and he's like did he exist or did they just dream him up they thought he'd bring smiles to their faces and so on and so forth and then he talks about you know he just continues talking about how you know when he was in prison you know he you know it felt so endless and then you know basically like that story basically like gave him hope hope that like hey somebody would come and free me and he asked, you know And Jimbe is like, "Why are you asking me about this?" And he's like, "Well, because you led the sun pirates. I heard there were former slaves in that crew, and and what is the fishman history but a history of slavery?" And then, yeah, Jimbe ends up. um, Let me see. What did Jimbe do? Do 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 do. And then basically, Jimbe is just like, "Hey, I ain't got nothing to say to you." About any of that stuff. And then, you know, he's like, if you're going to run your mouth about history, then be ready for what you're stepping into first. And then Jinbei hits him with a Fishman Karate Secret Art Demon Brick Fist and just like smashes uh, who's who just straight in the face. And so, yes, yeah, so I'm very curious, like, what this whole like sun prophecy person thing is all about how much like what does what role does jimbe if any play into that and so yeah that that just seems just very curious to just learn more about that so hopefully next chapter we get maybe a little bit more information um about that so but overall you know really good chapter of one piece and so yeah, so I think last manga I'll park for, for today is going to be Mashal. Mashal, manga chapter, manga chapter 69, Wahlberg, Bagan, be- and the Magic of Time. And so basically, I just want just to just again just shout out this chapter because <laughs> it was just like just really cool. It, it's always cool seeing like two high level characters in a series universe just like going all out and especially when you have two characters who are dealing with such big scale abilities as freaking manipulating time and space and so yeah just watching Wahlberg versus innocent zero just watching both these guys just like go back and forth and honestly i kind of made a joke about this earlier but just kind of just reminded me of of uh Dialga and Palkia from Pokemon <laughs> you know just hey, you know time and space thing but but yeah but it, it looks like Wahlberg is starting to kind of slow down a little bit it seems like but I don't know I, I don't know if Wahlberg is actually going to die from this situation or not but it seems like the writing is on the wall that he might actually die from this so which you know Typical, typical Shonen fashion, you know, hey, like, old sensei has to die, so on and so forth. But we'll see. But he he activates, he activates. Excuse me, this very big technique at the end of the chapter. So looks like he summoned like this, like I don't even know this like very big creature. But I'm definitely like very curious to see like where this fight goes. Um, but because th- this has been like a very fun and very Engaging fight between these two characters, so yeah, definitely very curious to see where things go with that. But yeah, like I said, just just want to just like say give a quick shout out to to Masho this week, and yeah, I think I think that's gonna do it for for all of the the manga for this week. Um, just kind of, just like a brief kind of like wrap up or just like some stuff to kind of be on the lookout for in the future in regards to me and manga. So I think, so a couple of series I'm thinking about, at least kind of just like checking out and just doing like a little check-in thing with. So first off, I've I've, I've read the second chapter of Children X, still weird, still crazy. Um, so yeah, still where that's going to go. I hear funny stuff about me and Roboco. And so that's about to hit his 50th chapter. So I think maybe in a few weeks, I might read that just as like, Hey, it hit this milestone. I'm going to check it out. Just see what's up with it. Give my kind of just like initial thoughts. Um, another one that I know I've talked about before, but I'm gonna mention again. So mission. Yozakura family is currently on chapter 89. I know I said before it hits chapter 100 in the coming months, I want to do at least one video about it. So I think sometime in the next month or so, I will read at least the first 50 chapters of it and do a bonus episode talking about those, my my thoughts and impressions of the series up to chapter 50. And then I'll do another one when it reaches chapter 100 in a couple of months. So, but yeah, like I said, just want just like a little bit of preview of like what to look forward to in the coming weeks months ahead as far as like some of these other shonen jump series um and and another one i'm gonna be probably doing like a big episode on as well is at some point i need to do a catch-up on solo leveling i need to do a catch-up on kingdom i am like so far behind in kingdom it's not even funny so yeah so plenty of stuff with that and then i also finished reading volume one of smoking parade so sometime in the next couple of weeks be on the lookout for maybe like a general like review of that first volume as well so yeah i think that's pretty much it as far as like manga stuff for me and yeah i don't i don't think i have too much like other like wrap-up stuff to do this week so yeah we're pretty much gonna take one last little break then we're gonna come back and finish this bad boy out all right, and that's going to do it for this week's episode of Dad Needs to Talk Podcast. As always, thank you so much for listening. And as usual, follow me on all the social channels. Everything can be on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Everything is at Danny's to Talk or Dad Needs to... Dad Needs to Talk or Dad Needs to Talk Podcast. Like I said, be on the lookout for... Like I said, more stuff obviously coming to the pots of your podcast feeds as well as my YouTube channel. So like I said, just, you know, please reach out to me. Let me know ideas, maybe some stuff that you might want me to see, to cover, read, watch, whatever the case may be. I would love to get some more interaction from you guys and gals, those of y'all that are listening. And yeah, just want to see this thing just to continue to grow and to see where I can take this. So yeah, as always, you know, follow the podcast, subscribe if you're not already to whatever podcast service you like to listen to this on. Like I said, go f- subscribe to my YouTube channel, Danny to Talk, and yeah, just thank you so much for the support as always, and I hope you have a awesome week. Like I said, be on the lookout for that Life Talk episode. Like I said, I have coming up later in the week, hopefully. And yeah, this is just like very exciting times. I'm loving what I'm doing with the podcast and stuff. And I'm I'm loving being a content creator and just getting a chance to just share my life, my passions, things I love, my manga, video games, TV shows, all that stuff. I love sharing that with y'all out in the world. And I'm very grateful for those of y'all that either have been from the beginning or those y'all that are just joining the journey but yeah like to just continue to share the podcast tell a friend share it with the world and let them know hey Robert is out here dad needs to talk is out here and we'll see what crazy ride this this thing takes us on but yeah y'all have an awesome week hopefully you take some time for yourself and recharge and yeah i'll catch you guys in the next one y'all be easy bye and peace